and welcome to Ritopia Labs Worldwide Radio Plays Festival, a podcast of 40 plays written by young playwrights ages 8 to 18 from all across the country, directed, performed, and designed by professional artists, brought to you by the Mellon Foundation and the Rosenthal Family Foundation. This year's theme is Heroes and Monsters, Plays Against Fear. Now in our 11th season of the Worldwide Plays Festival, we challenged our playwrights to write toward the monsters, be they internal, external, systemic, real, or imaginary, and vanquish them. What you're about to hear are four hilarious, brilliant, provocative, evocative, and thoroughly theatrical plays written by young playwrights. If you like what you listen to, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes because we will be podcasting four plays each week for 10 weeks. And if you're a young person who wants to write a play, a story, a poem, a song, or anything at all, please check out writopialab.org. And if you're an older person who wants to help out our nonprofit, please go to writopialab.org slash donate. All right, time for the show. Fantastic Gymnastics by me, Aaliyah Reinish. Good night, Emily. Sleep well. But Dad, why do I have to go to bed at 10 o'clock? I don't have school tomorrow morning. It's Saturday. You have to keep up a schedule. We've extended your bedtime enough already. Now go to sleep. You have to get up tomorrow for gymnastics class. Hmm. What should I do? YouTube? Minecraft? I'll probably have time for both. I thought Dad was coming for a second. Okay, it's 2.45. That seems good. I'm so tired. I don't even know how I got up. It's 8 o'clock. Double uh. Emily, time for gymnastics. Coming! Triple Ugh. All right, Emily. I made some eggs. Are you looking forward to gymnastics today? Yeah. Yeah, sure, Dad. I know your mom is so proud. She loved gymnastics, too, as a kid. Well, have a good day, honey. (sighs) I guess it's time to go to class. Dana, you two are the best in gymnastics class. The rest of the class has nominated you to be up for the annual competition. Two people from each class we host are chosen. You will perform in front of our judge, but if you mess up, we will pick a different person. Dana, Emily, you understand? Yes, coach. Emily? Emily? Are you asleep? No, I understand, coach. Good. Now, it turns out our judge can't be here today, so we will film you and send it to them instead. This is not what normally happens. They normally see everything, so we will film everything. First up is your beam routine. Dana, you'll be going first. (gasps) 
Very good, Dana. I love the aerial at the end. Yes, Emily, your turn. Emily. Emily? Emily! Huh? Oh, okay. Oof! You're a little rusty today, Emily. Don't worry. You'll do better in the floor routine. All right. For the floor routine, you'll be first, Emily. Emily? My turn, right? Okay. Wonderful! Wonderful! I I love the flips. I I love the cartwheels. Ow. I uh, don't love the back handspring. Are you okay, Emily? You're normally really good, but today you seem tired. Emily, maybe you're not cut out for competition. I understand the pressure, but... Falling asleep in the middle of routines? If this goes on one more time, I'm going to have to replace you with Hannah. Okay. Luke, I am your father. Yum! Ice cream everywhere. Big fat mama llama. President Obama Blama. Uh, th- that's enough. <coughs> Emily, wake up. Makeup? No, I'm not wearing makeup. <coughs> cat. I'm a kitty cat. And I dance, 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 dance. I, I mean it, Emily. Wake up or I'm calling your parents. We still need to do the uneven bars. <coughs> okay. Good. Wait, why are you talking like that? Oh, never mind. What matters is that you're up. Uneven bars, everyone. Uh, coach? Yes, Dana? I haven't gotten to do my floor routine yet. Oh, oh, yes, yes, of course. Be, be quick, Dana. Thank God I only have a year until retirement. Coach! I'm done. Did you like it? Very much, Dana. Good job! If I had seen it... Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, Emily! Oh, oh, you weren't asleep this time. Nope. Right, uh, okay, chop chop, Dana, your uneven bars routine is first. (gasps) Woo, so many flips, I love it! Excellent. Emily? Okay, time for uneven bars. It's going pretty well this time. Just wait for my triple flip. Are you sure, Emily? Triple flips are hard to do, especially as a dismount. Don't worry. I'll be fine. Besides, I haven't even gotten there yet. I've been practicing. Just you wait and... Oops, I fell. Why were you talking during your routine anyway? You didn't fall because of the triple flip. You were distracted. That's enough, Emily. I'm calling your father. You can't participate anymore. You can still be in the class, but you can't do the competition. Hi, Emily. 
I made some pasta. Hi, Dad. Sounds delicious. Coach told me what went on in class. Emily, how did this happen? I know you're very good at gymnastics. That doesn't mean I like it. What did you say? The truth is, I don't even like gymnastics. Last night I stayed up really late so that I would be tired and mess up all my routines. I'm really good at it and you thought that meant I liked it. And, and I felt pressured because mom loved it and she was coming back from her work trip just to see me in the contest. So I thought if I was bad at it, you would think I didn't like it anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, Emily, you should have just told me. Your mom and I support anything you want to do. I'll tell you next time. I promise. Now, hopefully there won't be a next time. But if there is, I will still love you, Emily. I'll get it. Oh, coach, it's you. Um, why are you at my house? Good news, Emily! The judge saw the video and said that you might be bad, but you deserve a chance. You're back in the contest. Oh, no. You see, coach, I don't want to anymore. I don't even want to take your class anymore. The person you should give a chance is Hannah. She's actually really good. Well, that's done. Fantastic Gymnastics was written by Aliyah Reinich. It was directed by Sergio Castillo, and the sound producer was Sarah Penchev. It featured the voices of Joe Loper, Dara Swisher, and Zaida Pietre. Aliyah's Ritopia Lab instructor was Elsa Bermudez. Stupidious the Monster Slayer by Catalina Kornichoyu. Once upon a time, there was a wannabe hero named Stupidious. We find him now, in the early morning, walking his horse, Horsey. I love the morning! I love waking up and walking through a dirt path to view our wonderful village of mud brick houses. <sighs> Today we must act like soldiers to protect our small village of mud brick houses. <sighs> Remember how heroic I was yesterday? <sighs> Remember, I saved that poor woman from the garden snake? Or was it a hose? Also, remember, I picked up that cow after it got tipped. I mean, I woke it up and it was asleep and it was tipped, so... I hope one day you can be a great hero, like I am. All of a sudden, Stupidious spots his enemy of enemies, Bob the Bull. No, my Jose! Look at that bull destroying that poor fertile grass! Why does he have to roam in our land and disturb the peace? I loathe this monster for attacking our village! His name is Bob the Bull, and he has been attacking our village for quite some time! Oh, how I long to fight that gruesome beast! Stupidious mounts Horsey and screams. I have come to slay you! Oh, you again. Why do you have to bother me so much? Can't you just let me go to another pasture in peace? Halt! 
Slow down, my gruesome beast! But I just want to find another pasture. Fear not, people of the houses. I shall slay the gruesome beast! <laughs> what? Who, who are you talking to? There, there's not even anyone there. Since you have attacked us for so long, it has come to this. I shall attack now! At hearing this, Bob the Bull hears this and runs away, kicking up dirt to get into Stupidius's eyes. Ouchies! Oh, there's dirt in my eyes, my poor eyes! Bob the Bull has tried to blind me yet again. Now I must slay thy gruesome beast. <laughs> Stupidious unsheathes a crooked, non-pointy sword, mounts Horsey, and rides off to catch Bob the Bull. One hour later... Huzzah! I spot Bob the Bull and will now slay him! Stupidious dismounts the Horsey and charges at Bob the Bull with his crooked, non-pointy sword. Huzzah! The sword bounces off Bob the Bull, and Stupidius staggers backwards. Stupidius charges again! Huzzah! And the Bull sneezes! <gasps> which causes Stupidius to slam into a mud cottage! Hey, my mud cottage! You could have burned that poor village down! And how would I do that? Obviously by my smoldering intensity. What? I wasn't done! I just made a dramatic pause. Okay. Bob the Bull slowly paces to the next patch of grass and nibbles. Come on, my horse! Let us charge at Bob. Yet again. You know, you don't have to follow me. All right then, horse! Let us frolic and play Dungeons and Dragons. Huzzah! Thank the Lord! On the path to Mud Cottage, Stupidius has dismounted Horsey and is walking him with a leash. Ah, the fresh mud brick air! <laughs> now, my horse companion, let us enter the mud brick cottage and greet Idiotus. <laughs> Stupidius ties up Horsey to a nearby fence, and as the door to Idiotus's house swings open... Hello, chums! How about a game of... Dungeons and Dragons? Yes! My words, exactly! Now, chum, come inside and let us play the game! Alone outside, Horsey tugs on the fence again, and it starts to wiggle out of the loosely packed dirt. Horsey snorts and grunts, and finally pulls the fence out of the ground, whinnies and gallops away, while inside Idiotus's house... Chum Stupidius, did you hear that? It sounded almost like an escaping horse. No, that's just my sandwich screaming from drowning in mayonnaise. Oh, oh, I almost forgot. Here is your Hero's Day gift. Mayonnaise! Oh, Idiotus, you know me so well. I'm going bread shopping. And so, Stupidius waves at Idiotus and walks to the bread shop. When, while crossing a fertile green pasture, Stupidius saw something in the distance. Oh my! Bob the Bull is attacking innocent fleas! Fight fleas! Fight him! Gosh darn fleas, always interrupting my grazing time. Fight him, fleas! You can do it! I can hear you, you know. I know! 
I'm just rooting for the fleas. After they win, I will defeat you once and for all. Whatever you say. That's cool. Wow. That dumb withered horse can screech. Yeah. Wait. Don't talk about my horse like that. Okay. No, beast. You argue with me, understand? No. That's more like it. That wasn't what I was... Uh, wait, is this your horse? Come on, horsey. I will tie you to a fresh-smelling fence. Hey, horse. Stupidius takes out his mace and dashes toward Bob the Bull. You can run, but you cannot hide, you voracious beast! Why do you have a mace? Why to finally slay you, of course. Stupidius swings the mace and accidentally knocks himself out. Kid? Stupidius. Stupidius. Bob the Bull stares at the unconscious Stupidius for a while, then walks over to another pasture where he grazes happily ever after. The end. Stupidious the Monster Slayer was written by Catalina Corchoyu. It was directed by Isaac Byrne, and the sound producer was Sarah Pencheff. It featured the voices of Andrew Harris, Mackenzie Knapp, and Dave Chura. Catalina's Rytopia Lab instructor was Matthew Jellison. IDK by Maya Angiello. One dark and stormy morning, Violetta was sitting with Lucia. What a beautiful day. <sighs> Last time I checked the weather forecast for today, it says that it will be cloudy with a 110% chance of meatballs. Mm, shut up. You're ruining my self-esteem. I pay for that, you know. I don't think that's possible. Well, of course it's possible. I think you're talking about therapy. No, it's called therapy. <laughs> Duh. That's what I... Whatever. Forget I said anything. Lucia walks away. <laughs> okay. The next day. Yay! Today we have school. A chance to learn new things. Wait, you're joking, right? Of course not. Time to learn new things. Time for endless torture. <laughs> In class, check these out, Violetta. I cut a ping pong ball in half, drew pupils with Sharpie, and now it'll look like I'm paying attention when I'm not. <gasps> oh no! 
That means you'll miss vital learning time. Oh, shut up, Violetta. The teacher's coming. Not a word. I repeat, not a word. <laughs> In math today, we will be learning long division. Blah, blah, blah. Lucia, hello. Ow! What'd you do that for? Detention now! But Violetta made me do it. Violetta, did you make Lucia do that? No! Why would I do such a terrible thing? That's exactly what a person who did that would say. Violetta, Lucia, detention! In the detention room, Violetta is near tears. Why would you do such a terrible thing? I thought that we were friends. Um, we've only been friends for the past weekend because my mom made me have a play date with you. I can't believe that you betrayed me. We were never friends. You know that, right? La 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 I can't hear you. Okay, that's a good thing, as long as you shut up, like, right now. I still can't hear you. <sighs> I was never talking to you in the first place. Yes, you were. <laughs> so you did hear me. <sighs> well, maybe I did, but still. <sighs> you really don't get the point. So I guess I'll have to show you what I mean. Lucia grins a creepy evil smile and stabs Violetta in the heart. I think I get the point now. Yes, Violetta, you do. Lucia disappears, leaving Violetta to die. What's going on in here? Why is Violetta dead? But I'm not dead, teacher. Well, that worked. Miss me? No, but that stunt that we pulled was totally awesome. How dare you disrespect your elders? Actually, I'm older than you. How dare you disrespect your youngers? <sighs> the lights suddenly go off. Who turned the lights out? This wasn't a part of the plan! IDK was written by Maya Angiello. It was directed by Daniel McCoy and sound produced by Elizabeth Weber. It featured the voices of Afton Welch, Anne-Marie Sykes, and Vanessa Malanga. Maya's Ritopia Lab instructor was Yael Schick. Man vs. Snake, by me, Robbie Kluger. Alright, W-Man, your mission is to go on patrol in downtown Manhattan, and I want you to make sure that nothing gets stolen. If you accomplish this goal, then you get a cape. And that will make you an actual superhero. Scene 
in one inside a candy shop. All right, kids, I'll make sure that you enjoy your candy, okay? As a superhero, it is my job to help citizens. But don't take any Choco Bars, those are my favorite. <laughs> What's that? Did someone litter in here? I shall pick it up. Oh my gosh, it's a snake! No, snake! Um, that's a gummy worm. It's too small to be a snake. Oh, right, I knew that. Ah, a snake! Still just a big gummy worm. Humongous snake! Okay, that huge one is real. Dude, why are you afraid of snakes? When I was younger, I, I was working at my dad's pet shop, and I was supposed to help carry in this new animal from the animal nursery. And then I looked in, thinking it was some sort of doggy. I got a scary view of this ugly, legless creature, and its tail was really loud, and I was worried that it was going to hurt me, and it was drooling this ugly purple foam, and I ran. And I ran to my dad and yelled, Dad, that's an ugly snake! And my dad said, its poison won't kill. It will only melt your flesh and bones until it is only your head that remains. And then you turn into a watermelon. So then I said, I, I don't want to be a become a watermelon. So he said, then you better be careful, my boy. And now every time I see snakes, I'm petrified. Thanks for telling me your weakness, loser. Stop right there, evildoer. Hey, that is not a real hero costume. That's just some ugly pajamas. I bet you don't even have any real powers. Okay, true, but I can still beat you, right? No. Stop looking at me, loser. Don't worry, citizens. Captain Awesome Sauce is here, and he means business. Help is already here, Sauce Pants. <laughs> you cannot even stop a toy train. W only stands for Wimp. Get lost. Now that is mean, but I shall stop this snake named Josh. Um, I shall now use my, my um super strength to throw this boulder at this snake. Oh, oh, oh! Good plan. Except for the fact that it won't work. <laughs> now nothing can stop me from spitting all over the tri-state area. Ever since that day that scientist mutated me into this horrible monster. Nice going, Wimp. Now he escaped back to his unknown lair. Me? You barely even tried to stop him. At least I tried. You just stood there kissing your biceps. You called your favorite one Lorelei, and I know because you kept saying, oh Lorelei, you resemble my beautiful girlfriend every second. Oh, and I made you mad, didn't I? I will tell the League of the Heroic that you goofed up on beating the snake monster and distracted me from saving downtown Manhattan. You aren't even a full-pledged superhero yet. So, ha, ha. You're right. I am just a 43-year-old man named Doug Barker who lives in downtown Manhattan and works at an underground convenience store and lives with my wife, who is named Bess, and one rebellious child. Scene 
two, W-Man is confronted by Heroic League top heroes. What? No! You guys gotta give me a second chance! I can redo the first hero's priority save test. Just let me show you. I was the only one who was able to maintain a 100 on all of the other tests. W-Man, we are afraid that that was your second chance. In fact, it was your fourth chance. Plus, that was your first hero's priority save test. In fact, that was the fourth time that you had to redo it. And all of the other tests were 100s. But it was 100 out of 1,000, so what you got was a 10%, and you were the only one capable of getting all scores that low. So, unfortunately, we have to strip you of your cape and membership. Why me? <laughs> Plus, one of our top peers, Captain Awesome Sauce, told us that you had ruined his mission. So now you are banned from any superhero activities, including building, jumping, super fast running, and jetpacks. <clears throat> dun dun dun! Scene three. W Man gets support from Bess and watches TV. It's all over. I lost my career to Captain Awesome Sauce and. The only superpower that he has is throwing acorns made from pure energy. Oh, don't worry, honey. I'm sure that you will feel important again. Let's watch a comedy. I love laughing. Who doesn't love laughter? Lucas, our little bundle of joy. Laughter is a foolish reaction. <sighs> Let's watch the news. What's up? This is John Johnsonberg, and now Josh the Giant Snake is once again terrorizing downtown Manhattan. Josh the Jerkus Giant Snake right now has his giant body wrapped around the Empire State Building and is drooling venomous spit all over the entire tri-state area. Now, let's interview him. Josh, why are you doing this? Are you lonely? Stop talking to me, you dunce! I am trying to spit all over the tri-state area! Uh, thank you, Josh, for your screaming. And now we are talking to the top students of the League of Heroics. And here's what they have to say. We have the best man on the job, Captain Awesome Sauce. Hey, Josh has just tangled up Captain A.S. and Wedgie hanged him onto the Empire State Building and... Everybody has food poison, so we need W-Man, but we just fired him, so <laughs> let us convince him through texting. Hey, W-Man, we need you back. No way, bro. You stripped me of my jetpack. We will give it back to you. Fire awesome sauce too. No, we cannot do that. Then that's a hard no. You literally threw me out of a window. You survived by landing on a giant floaty, right? Okay, yeah, but... And you also fixed your glasses. What do my glasses have to do with anything? They give you excellent sight. Still not joining you, though. We can give you your hero license back. Still no. Remember that soft serve ice cream machine in our HQ? Well, we will never let you use it, ever, if you don't help us.
No, no, please. I love ice cream. I literally have a rare disease that only can be cured by soft serve mint chip and chocolate ice cream. So help us out then. Fine. Then I will rejoin you if you don't ruin the ice cream machine. Great. We can teleport you. Great. Thanks. I'm here. So you had decided for me to rejoin the squad, huh? Place ate home without me, huh? No. Everybody else was poisoned, so we tried the hero committees in Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, Staten Island, California, Colorado, San Francisco, Kansas, Australia, Asia, Africa, Europe, Antarctica, but they were all busy. So we tried Australia again. No luck. So we tried everybody else, but they were still too busy, so it all came down to you. I have never been so insulted. But what the heck? Scene four, W-Man fights Josh. Why are you trying to spit all over the Tri-State area? Nobody wants to get spat on. Talk about it. Ever since I was hatched from my egg, I was stuck with this irresponsible scientist who used to be as a lab rat. Then he fed me one of his experiments, which he said would give me rainbow scales, and it worked. But then I started shaking, and then grew into this horrible monster. Then I left Detroit, where I grew up, and scoured the earth. So now, my rage is making me spread poison spit all over the Tri-State area! Wow, seeing you like that makes me not afraid anymore. Firepower! Fire is my ultimate weakness. I have no idea how you did it, but now I am turning to stone because I decay. Yes! I have done it! I beat Josh, overcame my fear of snakes, and discovered my incineration powers. Woohoo! Booyah! And on YouTube, we found a video on Captain Awesome Sauce teaming up with Dr. Despicable. So now we are going to sell him to Zero the Hut to encase him in carbonite. Yahoo! Whoop! Gotta go! You know where, probably. <laughs> Whoop! Gotta go! Man vs. Snake was written by Robbie Kluger. It was directed by Daniel McCoy, and the sound producer was Kiara Johnson. It featured the voices of Brent Schultz, Tristan Sample, and Sarah Pencheff. Opening and interstitial music for this podcast was composed and performed by Malcolm Knowles. The music you are hearing right now was composed and performed by Ilan Isakoff. The head of our external competition is Madeline Taylor. The co-curator of our festival is Matthew Jellison. Our casting director is Oria Tomeski. Our sound designer is Robert A.K. Gagnon. Our line producer is Dara Swisher. And our artistic director is me, Dan Katroser. 
Thank you to Rebecca Wallace-Segal, Executive Director, and Jeremy Wallace-Segal, Chief Operations Officer of Ritopia Lab, as the work of Ritopia Lab is more vital than ever. And special thanks to Barry Waldorf, Tracy Rogers, and the Mellon Foundation, and Jamie Wolf and the Rosenthal Family Foundation, and Ritopia Lab's board members, Kim Hartman and David Sherman, for their ongoing generosity to the Ritopia Lab Worldwide Plays Festival. Please check out our website at www.ritopialab.org and ritopialab.org slash donate to donate now. All right, everybody, as I say, the great work begins.